Oh boy, how are we folks? Good to see ya. How are ya? Josh Potter here once again for the Josh Potter Show. And if you're watching it live, the day it comes out, because it's not live, it's the day it premieres, well then I'm going to be this week in Salt Lake City at Wise Guys, the old Ogden location. So make sure you get your tickets. Go over to my Instagram at Josh underscore Potter or Twitter at J underscore Potter. Or you can click the description right here in this YouTube video or whatever the hell you're listening on. And boom, you got links right there to buy tickets. So I hope I see you out there. We'll have some more to announce coming up here in the next week or two. I'm excited about Other than that, keep liking, rating, reviewing, subscribing, all of those things. And make sure you go over to the Patreon, patreon.com slash the Josh Potter Show, twitch.tv slash Josh underscore Potter if you want to join up there too. Other than that, that's about it. I got it all right out of the way. And today we have a very special guest. I'm so excited she's here. Please plug everything. It's Ellie Makovsky, everybody. Hi. Vape away. Do whatever you oh, want. Thank you, have your, you. You can put your water on there. I feel it's so big that. That's why I didn't know if it was cumbersome sitting next. <laughs> I feel to you like, like it that. will ruin the focus of the cameras. It, it'll <laughs> be like you know registered as a human. So I'm, I'm excited gonna, that you're so hydrated. Yeah, I'm very hydrated these days. Um, yeah, you can follow me at not Ali Mac and find tickets and see me on my website, alimakovsky.com. Ooh, all right. We're forever bonded. Yeah. I know. Is it tough for you? <laughs> <laughs> it brings back memories, for sure. How long? I was trying to look it up and see I know if exactly I when. When was it? Well, me and my boyfriend just started dating. Ooh, I'm glad I'm part of your anniversary yeah. memories and so it's been it's it's uh we just passed the th- about the three-year anniversary i was gonna say the three-year mark has to be right around here because yeah. it was wintry yeah. outside mm-hmm. and if for those who don't know i don't know how you don't i fell into a moat <laughs> doing ali's podcast Many moons ago, three years ago now. It seems like just yesterday. I it really into that does. Feels <laughs> like no time has passed. People still come up to me. They go, did you really fall into that moat? And I'm like, no, I made it up. Yeah. It was all a ruse. <laughs> yeah, we, we threw you in the shower before the episode <laughs> yeah. started just to. That would be an elaborate ruse yeah, if we really just came up with that. We're like, what do we got here? We got nothing else. I think it's uh, like one of the worst things about that is that there's no footage or ring camera footage of you falling into the moat. But I also think it makes it even better because in my mystery. head, it's so vivid. And I feel like that's just something for us. I have dreams about it. <laughs> still. Do you? Like I have dreams of falling into that moat. Yeah, it's just funny that anyone has a moat in the first place. Yes, the fact that, that there was aspect. a moat available for you to fall in is ridiculous. Can't believe I fell into a moat. And Still. then, yeah, you fell into the moat, and it was just you and I, and the producer. Oh, yeah, he was he there? Did he see it? I th- I don't no, he was up in the yeah. yeah, yeah it was he just was just the like two what? Of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because then you walked up fully drenched. It's one of the only things that because we don't have footage of it, somehow it still kind of went viral. Yeah, because then instead of canceling and rescheduling the pod, you're like, let's do it. So the podcast is just you in a towel <laughs> in fully wet clothes. Yeah, I mean, go check it out. It's still on the internet. Yeah. Um, do you still do your podcast? No. I thought I, you brought it back. I have not brought it back. It, it will not be. I don't think <laughs> it will be coming back. I have no plans to bring it back. I have plans to do... A different podcast, but no, it's just, you know, it's just memories at this point. Hey, that's a big one for me, at least. I mean, boy, did we make a memory. Yeah. Like I said, I don't know if you have people come up to you and ask you about it, but I certainly do. It's definitely slowed down, but I remember for at least a full entire year, it was, I would do shows and then after shows, if I would like talk to people, they'd be like, did Josh really fall in the moat? Like, (laughs) yeah. I love how that's the question. I shouldn't. When I when I come when I come out with my new pod, mm-hmm. I will maybe require each guest to have something really embarrassing happen to them before the episode. Wow! Like right away when they see you. Yeah, so that way it's just like every episode is viral. Everyone's going to be asking me <laughs> if everything that has happened really happened. Oh my lord! Yeah, no, I. Uh, it doesn't seem like three years ago. Not at all. I know. But boy, oh boy, time sure flies when you're falling into moats. But I'm so happy that you're here. 
And uh, we have plenty of news to get to today. Oh, I can't wait. I love Thanks the Thanks to news. all the Roach reporters. Wonderful news. Is that your voice? It sure is. Wow. Who Did you knew? think so? Yeah, I also do this one too. Beep, 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 beep. It's all me. Yeah, you know. I can sing. What's up? Do yeah, you you can I, sing too, yeah? I, I sing a little bit. You do sing. I sing What's a your go to karaoke? It is um What's Up by Four Non Blondes. Great one. It's not very original. I didn't realize that it's like a very common karaoke, karaoke song. song. Well, because it's such a banger in a group. It's a fun song, and I just like a song where you can kind of scream at some point. That That's true. You can in that song. And also, it's a great one because the whole room joins in for the, yeah. hey, hey, that part. They, yeah. It's a it's a crowd pleaser. It's actually a selfless choice that you make doing that song. Yeah, and that's, that's what karaoke is about. It's not necessarily for you. That's true. Some people make it a jerk-off fest, though. Yeah, I hate that. Yeah. You can't do a song that's too long because mm-hmm. that's annoying. And you can't do a song where you are trying to sound really good, like you figured out a way to sing it, like as though you're doing an MTV unplugged acoustic. <laughs> set where they're like changing the melody and the har- they're harmonizing with yeah. what that would really be there it's ridiculous just put on a good show mm-hmm. i like to add some choreography okay that's good yeah i um yeah you see people that like go up there and it's like okay this person is showing off mm-hmm. and it's almost gratuitous and gross yeah and then you see people who go up and you go okay they know what the crowd wants yeah there's a difference yeah you know Matt Lockwood, his go-to is Break Stuff by Limp Bizkit. That's a good one. And it's so perfect. Yes. He like, you know, he it's he's he's entertaining. It's like a it's it's a show for the people. That's a that's a yeah, because it's not necessarily one where you get to show off your vocal range. Yeah. Break Stuff, yeah. but you can get the crowd pumped up oh, for yeah. sure. Oh yeah. I always pick things that are female vocals. Oh, like what? Uh the Cranberries. Oh, yeah. Um, sometimes I get a little out of pocket and I pick something <laughs> way beyond my talent level because mm-hmm. I think it goes it, in, it's like a inverse thing then. Like if I was good at singing, you wouldn't want to hear me sing to- uh, Tony Braxton or Celine Dion. I mean, maybe we would just because it would seem so out of character that it's like a one-time thing or it's right. like you gotta see Josh do Unbreak My Heart. Well, I still think I'd provide that aspect of it the ogling aspect, but I just don't sing it that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not like hitting all the notes, but I can still be like, Humber. you know what I mean? Like sure. it still sounds decent. Yeah. I love karaoke. Me That's too. my favorite Let's thing. Let's do it. Let's go. We got to make it. We got So many comics hate karaoke. I don't think so. Really? Yeah. Well, I got to stop hanging out with certain ones, I guess. Yeah. Because boy, oh boy, the ones I hang out with. Yeah, a bunch of Chase likes karaoke. Good. But I wanted her to sing Phantom of the Opera with me. I thought that would be fun if I was the girl and she was the guy. Oh, cute. Little gender bender. And she was like, I'm already the show tunes girl. Not trying to show tunes at karaoke. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, she needs a break. Yeah, she needs a break. So, yeah, I avoided But maybe you could make a video with her doing that. She did it with Dr. Drew already. Uh, Huff, Dr. Drew. Thanks, Chase. He's not even a real doctor. (laughs) You know he is. What? He is a real doctor. No, I don't. I'm not. Yeah, maybe at one point in time, but I, I, I'll tell you this: when I had my back surgery, mm-hmm. I was like, you know, going to checkups or whatever, but I didn't know if I should trust my my doctor. Uh-huh. And he's like, I'll take a look at it. And I thought, oh boy, I'm sorry. And I thought for sure that he just meant like when I see him at the studio or whatever. Yeah. He has a doctor's office, like a regular one in Weird. Pasadena. Weird. Like where you go in and there's like a receptionist and it's wow. like, you know what I'm saying? Like where yeah. they got the tables and I sat down on the paper. Oh. Like a real, and then it's Dr. Nickoff Drew who walks in the door. It's crazy. See, I don't like that. You know, if if you're doing podcasts, if you're making videos, you got to lose the office. You would think. I cannot trust you anymore. I, I found it to be the opposite. I found it very comforting. Well, you know what? I'm just pissed because I've wanted to meet Dr. Drew for a really long time. Oh, we're going to make it happen now. You're and just... I never have, so now I have beef with him, and yeah. I don't think he's a real <laughs> fucking doctor. He's a scam artist. Well, now we're going to make it happen. You just helped 
further that along. He's going to see this and he's going to be like, well, we need to have Allie Makovsky on the I'd show. I love to. I love Dr. Drew. See how it changed? <laughs> So quickly, yeah, once we got to the as bottom, as I meet him, he'll be my favorite doctor ever. That's exactly how it goes, and the only respectable doctor that we can trust. But that's really how that it goes. Day. You go like that's. I mean, I was calling him for a while there. I remember my sister got COVID when she was pregnant, and she was like talking to me on the phone, and she's like, "Yeah, I got COVID," and this is like back in COVID times, and uh, she was like, "I don't know. I'm trying to figure out if I should be able to take this vitamin or my pre or vitamin D with my prenatal thing. I don't know some bullshit yeah. like that." And what did I do? I called Doctor Drew. I asked him. He goes, "Give me your sister's number." He called my sister and told her like what, what he's a good been. Guy. <laughs> he rocks. Look at how we changed her tune. It so must quickly. be so annoying being a doctor because uh, I have a friend who graduated med school and is now, you know, a doctor. Mm-hmm. And As they do. The amount of times that I hit this man up <laughs> about, I'll just be like, oh, I woke up and my nose is runny. What do you think that is? Like, right. I just hit him up. And I'm like, I, I can't be the only one who is soliciting this man for free medical advice. I know when it comes to Dr. Drew, I'm definitely not the only one. I know people that have done it. And he's always ready. Yeah. And he'll always listen. It's so weird. It's <sighs> like, Gross. How annoying am I right now, you know? It is gross. gross. <laughs> well, we have some fun news items today. Okay. And uh, this one kind of reminded me of the the moat situation, to be quite <gasps> honest with you. Here we go. Uh, this was from Jesse. He sent, uh, he sent this in. He said, saw this and thought of you. Is that weird? LOL, big fan. So let's see what it is here. Make it big. Look at this video right here. An object that appears to be a casket has been spotted floating down the Androscoggin River. This video was taken by Tracy Grondon. She tells us she was out taking pictures of the flooding with her fiance yesterday when they spotted that strange object that went over the falls and it was headed down the river toward Lisbon. After a closer look, Tracy says it appeared to be a casket. She took this video showed them to some Lewiston city workers. Tracy says those workers contacted law enforcement agencies all along the river to tell them be on the lookout. I point out we don't know where the casket came from or if there is a body inside. We, of course, will keep you updated as we learn more. Wow. Does Jesse, I feel like... He thought of me when he saw this. But does he think you're going to die? I'd be pissed at Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he just saw it and was like, this will be a fun thing for you to talk about. You'd be pissed at him, though, you say. Yeah, I, I feel like, yeah, I don't want to think about being dead. Nor do I, really. But I, I don't think, if I was, I mean, here's the other thing about that. I'd just be like, if I saw a casket, I'd be like, that's crazy. But also I'd be like, mm, it's not like somebody's alive in there. Yeah. At, the, at the best case scenario. I mean, that is kind of a beautiful thing. You know, yeah. you think when you die, you're just going to be underground, mm -hmm. six feet under for, you know, the rest of eternity. But how beautiful to be able to just, you know, one This is day. like uh, the nightmare of New Orleans, yeah. isn't it? They don't bury people in New Orleans because they'll, you know, flooding and whatever, the okay. water table mm. being so high. So what do they do? Isn't they bury you in above ground. Oh. In like, uh, what do they call them? Mausoleum? Yeah. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Because if they bury you underground, the water will just like, anytime there's a hurricane or a flood, you're just going to be having, you know, videos like that everywhere. Just a ton of caskets floating yeah, around. Yeah, that's sick. That'd be kind of cool. It's like a horror movie. Also, I just like, I don't know, if I was uh, <coughs> a dead person. I think it would be kind of sick going for that little rapid ride. What is that? Oh, these are the mausoleums. Yeah, mausoleum. it's like a mausoleum. I wonder why they don't um, offer, you know how like now there's so many ways of like afterlife care where it's like you can be buried, you can be cremated, your ash can be turned into, you know, diamonds or some mm -hmm. sort of gem. You could be made into a tree, like planted. You can, you can be, oh, I see, I, I see. think there's like some sort of tree thing i don't know they plant you in the soil you become part of something the like that fertilizer part of the ecosystem yeah but i wonder why they don't do like you know for all the lake people out there the 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 boat people they should do hmm. like floating caskets and you get put out into the middle <laughs> of the atlantic and then eventually biodegrade and that's i mean they do the viking one. Oh, i don't know what the that's is. where they sh push you out on a boat and then they like shoot an arrow and light you on fire Whoa. You ever see that? No. Show that, a, a Viking funeral. But I think it has something to do with, like, 
the ecosystem and they don't want just like corpses rotting in the sea with the fresh water supply and all mm. of that kind of thing with the fish and everything else. Sure. There it is right there. Oh. You you send that out into the water and then uh, you torch it with a with a like a, an arrow. Wait, I feel like I've seen this in a movie or something. You watch that show, The Vikings? No, they do this. <laughs> they do this in India, I think. Really? I, I could be totally wrong, but I think in India there's like an issue with pollution because they just they burn have too many these bodies? people in the water. Oh my lord! Yeah, that's the other thing. The pollution, about. the pollution from the bodies in the water would be the probably the issue with. Some sort of nautical barrier. Well, because people also bathe in this water. It's like holy water, and that's why people, Ooh. you know, um, that's why they they put dead bodies out there because it's like the water is holy and pure. So it's like people are just getting dropped. <laughs> They're in just there, dumping them in, just dumping bodies, but then also like bathing themselves in the holy hmm. water. Yeah, cream. Yeah, they do cremations. I thought I always thought it was weird. We just dumped Osama bin Laden into the ocean. You know, is that what we did? Yeah, they just got there. Yeah, you ever see the pictures of that where it's like he's all wrapped up and uh, they just take him off the side of like whatever battleship they had and they just kind of go skadunk. They give him like a, I guess they give him like a ah, like type of funeral <laughs> or whatever. But uh, they kind of just dump his ass in there. You have wow. the you have the pictures of that, right? I don't know why it's under the American flag. Was that was that weird? Him? That cannot be the. I don't, say, I don't think that. I definitely have seen images. That? I mean, is that him? Yes, 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 yes. That's looks, more that like it. There's other like ones him. where they have it like wrapped up in white. <laughs> yeah, that's so him. weird. That seem. I mean, being getting dumped in the water seems like kind of a beautiful. Well, they gave him somewhat of a like. I want to say they gave him some sort of like burial that was like, you know, not completely disrespectful they weren't like we're just gonna dispose of your body like it's a like you're a piece of shit i love this animation yeah what the hell is this kirsten is this real <laughs> i have no idea they just shot him down <laughs> a, uh, like a plank there is this a conspiracy theory it must be i, I think it is now. oh, oh my God. <laughs> I thought, I thought is he like an accurate like depiction of how they threw him in the water but turns out it's not is he like elvis like are there theories that he's there still are alive there are like, theories that we never killed him and they just kind of just dumped a like a whatever off the side jamaica or something yeah he's just because he's you know he i mean you go into like the family ties of osama bin laden and you're like oh weird we're like kind of connected to this guy in a strange way so they're all there's all these theories that like the clintons saved him or whatever else do you remember where you were when you found out about 9-11 oh no, vividly no <laughs> About Osama being killed. Oh, I do remember that, too. I was at my cousin Gary's house. We got together to watch, believe it or not, The Celebrity Apprentice every oh, week. Mm -hmm. And um, it was at the time when Trump was, like, kind of shitting on Obama. Remember? Like, he was, like, because he was dancing with the idea of running. So him and Obama kind of had beef. And there was that um, White House Correspondence Dinner where they were shitting all over Trump and he's sitting there all sullen and angry, which it was Seth Meyers shitting on Trump. And I do believe that was the moment he's like, oh, you'll see. Yeah. You'll see. I'm going to be right. You guess what? Yeah. So it was all that was going on. And so I really feel like Ob Barack Obama was like, when are we going to announce this uh, Bin Laden business? Yeah. Oh, the Celebrity Pre Apprentice is airing. We're going to interrupt that and tell everyone. Oh, I'm so gonna it was interrupted. Speech. Yeah, so I was watching Celebrity Apprentice. It comes on and it's like, you know, money, money, money. The credits begin. Okay, voice. And then it, and then it all of a sudden goes, dun, 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 dun. breaking news. Uh, President Barack Obama will be taking the stage in a moment to address the nation. And then he comes out there. He's like, we got Osama. We killed him. SEAL Team 6. So I remember everything about that, yeah. Wow. I was like, my cousin Gary's on Elm or on Richmond Avenue. I, I was, um, I remember it very vividly because I was, I think I was in the best place you could ever be to find out that Osama bin Laden had been captured. The Pentagon? No. He wasn't captured. He was killed immediately. <laughs> I don't even think the Pentagon would be the best place to get this information. I was at Stagecoach. The music festival. Oh, 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 yes. It takes place in Coachella. So it's a bunch of, you know, red blooded American yes. country singers. 
and I'm there and I'm in high school and I'm drinking underage and it's like the best <laughs> night of my life. And, and Rascal Flatts is on stage. Oh, He's this performing. is romantic. Yeah, and, and Rascal Flatts goes, I got something to tell you guys. Osama bin Laden has been killed. Rest <laughs> in pieces. <laughs> and the whole crowd is like going crazy. Rascal Flatts said that? <laughs> yeah, and then he just sings like the broken road or whatever that song is. <laughs> Osama bin Laden's killed and he's like, Life yeah, that's is a <laughs> it's incredible. Anywho, laugh is a, yeah. What was that? Oh, the broken wonder, road that brings me straight to you. Is that his yeah, song? Yeah, I think so. God bless really the sad. broken. Oh, road. by the way, fuck Osama. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there. I, I I mean, I was like pretty drunk, but I'm sure there was a chant that was. You oh know, yes. Followed by the USA chant that USA, must have been uh, USA. Oh my god, that would have been amazing. That is I wonder electric. if there's a video of it at That's a great at you know Stagecoach. Stagecoach, Rascal Flats, Osama bin Laden. There's gotta be footage of this. The only thing that would beat that is going to a kid rock concert and <laughs> oh. him being like I've got some inside scoop and Obama would have never given him the inside scoop. Who'd have Obama given the inside scoop to? You, you know what I'm saying? Like Text him before, yeah. That and then that fucking queef will be like, "Hey everyone, let's try to remember the terrorists have feelings too." No, I don't know. I don't think Bruce would say that. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't like Bruce Springsteen. Why? I don't know. I think he's a phony. Whoa! You heard it here first, folks. Guy's a phony. What? Oh, I thought Mark. Uh, oh, here we go. This only goes to my. Is this really? You were here. I was here. This is the announcement of Osama bin Laden's death. Did you film this? I feel like I was right there. Flashbacks. Listen to that crowd. Oh my god! Let's see what else he says. Hold on. He doesn't say anything. He just says we got him. I don't know what song he goes into. I know one of the song choices about. USA there it is. Chant. USA. It's a little discombobulated. They're trying to get it going. Uh, shout out to the troops. Got to do that. Anyhow, here's Wagon Wheel. Wow, you remembered the quote and everything. I mean. Yeah, that was a that stands out. This is great. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> bam, bam, bam. Oh, oh man, we just to hear it. Damn. Seconds. That's okay. They probably didn't even know what to play then at that point. They're like, we got him. And then also, happy anniversary to Rascal Flatts. <laughs> yeah. Ten years strong. Incredible. I can't think of another Rascal Flatts song off the top of my head. He's got bangers. It's a he? Rascal it's like Flats? Dashboard Confessional? No, I, th- I mean, yeah, I think it's one main guy. I th- I thought Rascal He's Flatts was like a band. I mean, yeah, it's a band, it is, but, it's but so it's, it's like Dashboard guy. Confessional, where Chris Carabas like I don't want it to just be Ooh. Chris Carabas. Oh my, what hurts the most? What I mean, these are all bangers. I might cry to these on the way home just for. Wait, fun. what are they? Just what hurts the most is great. My mm-hmm. wish we sang. Here in comes choir. goodbye. That would have been a great one. I don't know that one. <laughs> I melt. I know that one. I don't know that. I one. don't know that one. That was. You what? might be the only one who knows that one. God. <laughs> Wait, I'm it? sorry, folks. <laughs> Jay Damascus. Who is it? Jay Demarcus. Joe Don Rooney. Gary. Lovick. Gary Lavox. Lead vocalist Gary Lavox and uh, the piano player. No, those are so those are the members. They're Rascal Flats, but it's not like he's got. They gotta have so much money from those Cars movies. Oh, the Life Is a Highway song. <laughs> I mean, that song's in everything. That's just like breathing. I didn't even know that was like. I didn't even know that was Rascal Flats. Frankly, oh, yeah. had oh, no yeah. idea. Boy, oh boy, what a journey. I'm so glad. Now, pull up the video of me at my cousin Gary's house. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just watch an episode of Celebrity Apprentice? <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking, 
it was the celebrity. I forget who were the celebrities that year. Can't remember. Anyhow, next up, this one's a little bit of a, a darker story. It involves a... Uh, 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 murder. A Is that murder. also your voice? <laughs> no, that's uh, Jane Wilde. This one, another. Uh, we have two. Uh, murder. And I thought we were going to get Alexis Fox. Did she do it? I don't know. We have to go back and do research. Anyhow, Nick Williams sent this bad boy in. Josh Potter Show at gmail.com. This one says... Uh, Police arrested the boyfriend of a woman who fell 100 feet to her death during a clifftop marriage proposal in Turkey. Oh boy. A marriage proposal death. Now you've been in a relationship for three years, as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Do you have any? Do you have you discussed the proposal? Not really. If mm-hmm. it were to happen, you never like brought up your pros, your cons, your do's, your don'ts. Kind of, yeah, loosely. I'm, I, I, uh, if I'm being proposed to, it needs to be special. Okay. It can't just be like, you know. You're not one of these who are like, we're in the car in the driveway about to go to dinner and you do it in the car. No, I need, I need effort. Okay. I want him to be, I want him to have to go through some sort of difficulty in order to propose to me. It shouldn't be easy for him. Now, what sort of difficulty? Is that financial? Is that... No, uh, not necessarily financial, just like inconvenienced. He needs to like do a lot of planning. But wouldn't you then be inconvenienced? Oh, I see. Planning and like no, coordination. Like, yeah, he has to like go out of his way to make this special. Now, so would you see it coming if there was something that was, he's got you on a schedule, an itinerary perhaps? or? Yeah, but still, I don't care. Okay, okay. Yeah, because then I know, okay, it's happening, but like, let's see how nicest would you be opposed to a public proposal no but i don't want it to like be like uh, like sh- people can be around but i don't want it to be um you don't want to be on a jumbotron no you don't want to be oh, uh-oh. Could be, hmm, <laughs> i don't know <clears throat> what if you were at a baseball game and all of a sudden it's like ladies and gentlemen let's turn i don't know your boyfriend's name uh to and then all of a sudden it's you two on the screen. I think I might actually like that because I feel like maybe I'd get free baseball tickets for... You'd get something, I would imagine. Yeah, if my proposal comes with some sort of gift or perk, mm-hmm. then that's fine. But you wouldn't mind the spectacle of no. being... What if it was at the Rascal Flats concert? <laughs> I would at say Stagecoach. Yes. Okay, perfect. Yes. It's on stage all of a sudden you're doing it. That would be... So you don't mind the, the spectacle part of it. No, some people, they do. I don't mind. Do. Because I, I I mean, how many times have we seen proposals go awry yeah. at public things? Then all of a sudden, if the person says no, you're really leaving that matzo ball out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. But in this case, it wasn't a no. Maybe you can pull one of those uh, fun well, we had one no's up. We had one earlier where um, the guy pretended to fully kidnap his fiance. Yes. He proposed her. Like, oh, that was like that a she prank. She was like, being hijacked and no. like, was going to be murdered by. No. How do you feel about pranks? That's coordination. I'm I not, mean, that's a lot to go through. I'm not into <laughs> pranks. Yeah. I don't want to be pranked. I want to feel. I want to feel glamorous and sexy and comfortable. Okay. Yeah. This one occasion, we had a person. This person, uh, they made it look like the cartel was kidnapping this woman oh, and God. took her like blindfolded and a thing. And then when she got to the destination, they took off the blindfold and he proposed. And she, like, has shit and piss in her pants. <laughs> she was bawling, and he was like, oh, she loves me. Yeah. She's just yeah, she was just like, <gasps> She was like, <gasps> Yeah, she was shaking. I mean, oh, it was terrible. That is interesting, because you think you're going to be murdered, and as I was, like, saying it, I'm like, oh, I, I want my proposal to be, like, an episode of Dateline, where it's like, <laughs> it was just like any other day. Like, I don't want my proposal to be like any other day. I want it to be special. Sure. I want it to feel different. It's not like any other day. It's, it's the day like you were proposed day. to. Exactly. Well, in this uh, gentleman, he took this lady up to a cliff top in Turkey. Uh, Nizamettin Gersu is the gentleman's name. He was arrested five months after his 39-year-old girlfriend plummeted off a cliff uh, in a city northwestern of Turkey on July 6. He told authorities, um, Gersu told authorities that the woman had said yes, but as he was grabbing celebratory food and drinks from his car, he heard a blood-curdling scream and returned to the romantic picnic site to find his bride-to-be had tumbled over the ledge. Can, is, this, is this the two of them? Yes. No. 
Is is it that's the two of them? It looks like she has a wedding dress on there. Interesting, because here's what ended up happening, evidently. During their investigation, police discovered that the ring Gersu claimed to have given her after she accepted his proposal was still in the box in his pocket. Their suspicions only grew after finding shattered glasses and a broken music speaker at the couple's engagement spot, seeming to indicate a physical altercation. The slain woman's family also told authorities that she had been planning to end things with Gersu and would not have accepted his marriage proposal. Well, hey, it's Josh Potter jumping in here because I got to let you know the Josh Potter show brought to us today by the Game Time app and the playoffs are upon us. The grid has been set. Wildcard weekend is approaching. You might not have even thought your team was going to be in the playoffs. Right here, this guy had no idea. Could have either been the number two seed, win the division, or we could have been out of the playoffs. So needless to say, it was tough to uh, think about buying tickets if you're a Bills fan in Buffalo. But that could have been the case all over the United States to various different teams. So stop jumping from website to website to find tickets because you can find tickets on the Game Time app. Uh, pretty easy. One stop shop at the game time app game times prices show your total right up front too so there's no surprises with any hidden fees you know you're getting a great deal before you even check out from the app they even show you the view from the seat that you're getting so you know exactly what to expect once you arrive there's deals on tickets right up to the start of the event so if you're like me had no idea where you were going to be playing who you were going to be playing for the wild card weekend boom now you can get tickets even up to an hour after the event starts. I mean, you can still get tickets. Say you're running late or whatever. You want to get some last-minute tickets, you can help you out with that as well. Game time is the place to find all sorts of last-minute seats. And that's not just for sports. That's for concerts. That's for theater events, comedy shows, as a matter of fact. So if you're like me, Wild Card Weekend approaching, you had no idea who's playing where. Is your team in it even? Now you're thinking, well, Christ, I wish I had more time. You don't need more time. The Game Time app has you okay with all your last-minute ticket purchases. If that's not enough, they even have the Game Time guarantee. If you find tickets in the same section in row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. So snag tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create your account, use code POTTER, and you're going to get $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, use code POTTER for $20 off. Download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Go Bills. Bomb, bomb, bomb. This is like a Dateline proposal right here. I'll tell you what. Yeah. Do you think she fell off because he they were in Turkey and he wouldn't get hair plugs? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she fell at all. He's she, got a receding. Oh yes, he does. He's got a little receding. Wait, what's it with Turkey and hair plugs? Is that a thing? Well, Turkey, yeah, a lot of people go to Turkey to do hair transplants because it's very affordable. I there's did not a, know that. There's a video. I don't hmm. know if you could find Milo, it. Milo, schedule a time for me to go to Turkey, please. <laughs> yeah, you should. They're they're affordable, and you get to stay in like a really nice hotel that's like connected to the hospital. But there's a video of someone at the. Um, airport in turkey and all the guys are wearing like those sweatbands because i guess that's what they give you after the hair procedure so like he's filming around the airport and literally every man in the airport is wearing yes that's the video have you seen any post-surgery uh folks out there is it effective because i here's the thing i'll tell you this there was a time during my balding days of my late 20s where a company in buffalo who's buying ads with the radio station was like, we'll give you a hair transplant. And now this was like a value of like $15,000. How long ago was this? This is when I was like 28. Okay. About nine years ago when I still had like the remnants, but it was definitely like time to take it off, Josh. And um, so they were like, it's a value of like $15,000, which is by the way, at the time, maybe like $7,000 less than I made in a year at this radio stage. So I'm like, this is like a big advertising thing. And so they're taking me through the facility and they're showing me before and afters. Now, again, this is like a decade ago, so maybe technology has moved on. The before and afters, the afters looked terrible. Oh, interesting. It was like you could tell something was done. It's like, are they still balding? I mean, it's crazy. It was like, and here's the video of like all the people from Turkey right here, Turkish Airlines. Oh, my Lord, the bloody scalps. Wear a fucking hat, right? 
You're not supposed to. Yeah, I don't think you can Oh, you can? Damn it. But I feel like now, I mean, they do great, and everyone gets their nose jobs in Turkey. Like, you can just get it so affordable, and it's very accommodating. But I feel like now, so many people get hair transplants, and it looks great. You can't even tell. Yeah, no, I mean, I think that's that's the—I think it's come a long way, but I fear that I'm too far gone. Ah, you yeah, know, maybe, it's all it's all over. Maybe so who it's knows? wig time. I'll get a wig. I don't care. Don't I want, you have if, like a lot of back hair? Yeah, I could tr- mm-hmm. ga- graft it. That was what they were gonna do to me. They really? were gonna graft it from like my ass or something. I don't even know where they do were gonna have, get it from. Do you have saggy balls? Do you have they're saggy not, hairy balls? There are days that they are saggy. Because I wonder if you can like trim up some some ball length and well, hair. I I don't think they have to come from my balls necessarily. The area has. <laughs> well, I was just I thinking think. two birds one stone. If you have saggy balls and you want to not sag them, you can get some skin taken off. Oh, they pinch that, that up. I, yeah. <laughs> oh, I think mine are quite taut actually, <laughs> okay. and uh, yeah, they don't sag enough. Because I did have a girl complain that they weren't saggy enough. Mm, Isn't that weird? weird? Some girls like saggy. Well, maybe yours are like so taut that it's freaky. Maybe they're hidden maybe. and she was just like, let them come out. Maybe you got little boy balls. <laughs> <laughs> Big old dick. Uh, she was mad. She says. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had to complain about the size. It's more the, the they weren't sagging that day. Hmm. And she said, these just aren't saggy enough. They're too pricky. She go, I How wish your presented? balls were more saggy. Is that weird? That is weird. A weird thing to say. I never heard that before. They but are, did, if they're saggy out of my mind. Too. to play with. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's saggy it days, though, chilly. versus non-saggy days. Mm. You know? Yeah. Some days it's like they're really, like, hugging you. It's like yeah. a, it's like your own child, just like up. They can't <laughs> get them away from you. They're mm-hmm. just nestled in your arms. And then some days they're really laying, laying loose, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm even walking around. I'm like, whoa, we have a loose day today. <laughs> bouncing all over the place that's fun <laughs> but yeah no i mean i guess i could shave them up uh and put them on my head i don't know i'll do anything i've got hair enough places put it someplace else you know yeah or put it on my fucking head from anywhere you could take it from any place i'll mark it down i'm gonna go to turkey and get a yeah let's transport. do a turkey trip we can book some shows yeah i'd like that yeah no, that's fun i don't think they'd like me because i'm a greek person so I don't think you come off as Greek, though. Okay, good. I don't don't read Greek? No. Perfect. So in the rest of this thing, I just want to see if they got to the bottom of it. At the time of her death, uh, Gersu played the role of a heartbroken fiancé, telling police they chose to have their engagement on the spot because they thought it would be romantic. So he's pulling, like, the boo-hoo card with the police. He's up there, you know painting this whole like we were just about to be married and have a romantic picnic we chose it to ha- to have it a romantic memory after the proposal we drank some alcohol everything happened at once she lost her balance and fell down so he's blaming it on the alcohol he doesn't look murdery to me i'm not getting murdery vibes you watch me. dateline all the time as <laughs> you mentioned do the people tend to look murdery or is it because you have the premonition of them being murderers that they that's true. I don't know, but sometimes you can like see it in their eyes. There's like just... It could have been a crime of passion because what evidently might have occurred what people are deducing here is that this woman turned down his yeah, proposal and like he was that. like No and he's like, I can't live without you and then he just, you know one yeah, little shove it, and she's off the cliff. Yeah, it could have been one of those oopsie murders where he's like, man, I wanted to hurt her, but I didn't think she'd actually die. Or he had that like blackout moment where he's like, how dare you hurt me like this? And then all of a sudden he grabs her, she slips, she goes off and he's like, what did I do? You know, like that whole yeah. thing. So who knows? Maybe there's that to it too. But he did come up with a elaborate ruse for the police afterwards. He could have just said, you know, we got into a little bit of a tussle. I didn't shove her off the cliff. You know. No, you can't admit a tussle. You can't admit a tussle. No, huh? you can't admit a tussle. I thought that would be being honest at least, you know. And no, they don't want that. You got to fully deflect. Okay. Because so they're going to be that. on you anyways. He's the last person with her. So you don't want to give them any reason more. But do you get a lesser, I like, get away it wasn't it. a deliberate murder, then it's more of a manslaughter if you will, because we were just tussling and I didn't want to throw her off the cliff. Mm. 
Yeah. So it help admitting to that would help you. See, but you don't want to say anything to them. You say, talk to my lawyer, bitch. Talk to my lawyer. Well, yeah, I know, but you got to give a statement at some point. Mm. Even your lawyer is going to be like, you got to give a statement. Yeah. Next up, we have an article from T-Bone, who uh, has been very prolific over the course of our time here on the Josh Potter Show. This one I found, this is a nice uplifting story. Okay. A four-month-old baby has miraculously survived after being swept up by a tornado and blown into a tree. Jesus. That's crazy. There's footage of it? (laughs) (laughs) Think how live tornado footage? I think this is just the aftermath, or maybe there's going to, we get to see the scale of the tornado. That's crazy. It doesn't say what um, size the tornado was here, but Sydney Moore from Clarksville, Tennessee, was inside her mobile home with her partner and her two young children when a tornado hit the area. Why does, uh, why are there so many mobile homes where tornadoes are? Great question. They should get basements. You should like, the government should give everyone a basement where there's tornadoes. Yeah. I think. Especially, you know, Tornado Alley or whatever they call it. Mm -hmm. Images from the aftermath show a bassinet that had been blown into a tree and wrapped around the trunk. When the twister hit their home, which is a lofty uh, thing to call it, I would suppose. I guess it is their home. It's not their house. It's their home. Their four-month-old named Lord... L-O-R-D, Lord, strange name, Mm. was inside the pen and was blown into the air. He was later discovered in a fallen tree by his parents. Maybe he is the Lord. Good golly. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. He was trying to meet the Lord. (laughs) The Lord was like, you you are me. You get to stay on earth. That baby was uh, also like, you leave the baby in the bassinet during the tornado? I would grab it. I mean, I guess that's... uh, yeah. I would probably try to hold it. That needs to be the commercial for this bassinet company. <laughs> <laughs> it just shows footage of it flying at 60 miles an hour into a tree. Also, how do you know where the baby is? Like, did the parents think that the baby was just gone? That's what I'm saying. Like, well, uh, apparently somebody found the baby. Images. So oh, crazy. yeah, we hear that. Moore said that her partner attempted to keep Lord from being swept up by the tornado. He went to try and grab Lord off the bassinet. And the roof had already come off. The bassinet was the first thing to go up. But Lord stayed in the bassinet in the air. Like he's seen him in the bassinet in the air. That's kind of crazy. So they just saw the baby like it sucked Fly up. in. The, that's like a movie. That's like from Twister or something. But even crazier. I mean, I know baby. I'm, I wonder if the baby was like super relaxed because I feel like. The baby was just asleep and was like... Yeah, because they use those sound machines that I imagine maybe sound <laughs> like a tornado. It's like... <sighs> yeah, this is just a really loud sound machine. Yeah. Yeah, the baby was obviously like the centrifugal force must have kept <laughs> the baby inside of the bassinet and they watched it go into the air. Uh, they did two twirls, he said, and then they got thrown as well. He was just holding on to the bassinet the whole time, and they went into circles. I was pretty sure he was dead, and we weren't going to find him, but he's here, and that's by the grace of God. Amen. I swear to God, he looked like he he was placed in a tree with a gash on the side of his face right here. It's like Harry Potter. <laughs> they glued it shut. Yeah, a little bit of a scar. I mean, that is like... Out of just just having a small gash on the side of your face after getting swept up in a tornado, I feel like now. And I have his to... name is Lord. He's gonna have a complex when he's older. Yeah. This kid. Yeah, and I feel like I'm gonna have to name my firstborn Lord. Just so it seems like. It's also is that not not blas for these God mm-hmm. people? Is that not blasphemy? I don't know. To name your child Lord seems a little fucking counterintuitive to me. I kind of like it. I'm kind of into it now. Would you name your kid God? No. <laughs> That's too much. No, because everyone says, like, God damn it, God damn it. Sure. I feel mm. like God is too common, but no one's saying, no one's throwing Lord I out. say Lord a lot, to be honest. Oh, I go, oh, Lord. Oh, Lordy. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Also, you can add an E to it and be like, it's named after the singer. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Now, speaking of singing, do you think that they're going to be able to sing him Rockabye Baby? Oh, I mean, I In the treetop? Or you think that's just <laughs> That's true. Off? In the treetop, you were the, I mean, the cradle will rock, baby. He's really living the lullaby. (laughs) So I'm going to see how they found him real quick. The family came perilously perilously close to tragedy with more adding that she shielded her child, one-year-old Princeton. Now, if I'm named Princeton and my baby brother is named Lord, I'm like, hey, 
What the fuck? Well, Prince also is very... Not Prince, though. Princeton. Like yeah, the school. Yeah, but I see what they're doing. All right. Not, it would be good, interesting if they were like, name the other one, Lord Lordton or something. <laughs> I ran back to the bedroom, jumped on top of Princeton. By the time I jumped on Princeton, the walls had collapsed. And that's when the siren went off. A little late on the siren there, Tennessee. One of the family pets is still missing a gray cat while their other feline has been recovered. In a fundraiser posted on GoFundMe, the children's aunt said, Lord needed his ear glued due to a cut. Oh. I don't. Is that a medical uh, assessment there? He needs his ear glued? I don't know. Luckily, everyone came out with minor cuts and bruises. We're told that he looked like he was placed in the tree gently, like an angel guided him safely to that spot. That's so crazy. What if they did, though? What if they waited till the tornado passed and then they just went and set him up in the tree and they were like, (gasps) Christmas miracle. Or it's some pranksters that are just walking by (laughs) the thing. They're like, hey. See, that's the type of shit I'm on. I'm always trying to debunk shit. I'm always like, this is fake. They named their kid Lord. They're like, this is our chance. Some local rascals were walking around the (laughs) rubble and they go, the baby, they just found the baby on the side. They were like, wouldn't it be funny if we put the baby up in the tree? Yeah, I'm sure so many people were clowning on them for naming their baby Lord, and then they staged this to be like, look, like it. <laughs> oh, you're saying the you parents know. did it too? They're like, <laughs> yeah. hey, we'll show you fuckers yeah, they're like, who Lord is here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's something. How I like that. How common is that name? Can you look up? Yeah. I haven't Lord. heard. I mean, Lord, just it's spelled, by the way, L O R D. There's no E at the end, there's no alternate, alternate spelling. But yes, I do like the idea of the parents being like, We'll show you. Our baby is pretty special. No, you haven't right. You haven't found any mm-hmm. lords. No, because I feel like most people are just like title. I was fighting back a sneeze there. Uh-huh. That's why I wasn't talking. You did great. In the meantime, I have another. This now. This is an interesting. Have you heard about this comedian? Oh. Who uh, got murdered in Colombia? What? Oh, oh, murder! Now I haven't heard of this fella, and I wasn't sure if I, maybe I just was out of the loop. You know, there's a lot of people I haven't heard of. Maybe an American comedian. It says they say American comedian and activist, which I go all right, was abducted and fatally stabbed over a dozen times by a group of men after going on a date with a woman he met online while in Colombia. Wait, wait, wait. Go back? Yes. This man, I don't know how to say his name. I'm not even going to attempt it because it is quite Asian and I'm going to get canceled for trying. So I don't want to. Tuger Zhang. Tuger. Is that how you do it? I don't know. (laughs) I thought you were really like, I got this. Sounds somewhat correct. Yeah, it could be. I mean, I'm just, uh, he's 50 and apparently he was an Asian American in Minnesota and he was a comedian evidently. Do you have pictures of him? Any uh, recollection? This guy middle for you at Comedy on State? No, I don't think I've crossed paths with Mr. Shung. Mr. Shung. Now, he arrived in Medellin on November 29th. Not a place I'd want to go visit. I would. That's where fucking... Uh, 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 Pablo Escobar. Pablo, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Medellin. It doesn't It doesn't seem like a place I'd want to go visit, unless I'm doing like my entourage vacation and i want to be like you gotta do the pablo tour the pablo tour. well that's what i I think that's why people go there is to go like learn the history of cocaine or whatever you know what i mean and go on a big can you still do coke there i wonder like do they have is it like when you go on these like uh tequila type uh tastings (laughs) or something do they still have the like this is the cocoa leaf that that would be sick it actually would i i'm I actually would do some tourism to Medellin myself, but it just seems like a scary place to go. You know, also there's still, I would imagine some sort of cartel type things going on down there. And, uh, evidently this man was going down there to visit some family, evidently, uh, before he came into contact with a woman he met on social media. Hmm. So this is like, this is sounding like the ultimate catfish. I mean, he thought he was going to meet up with a woman yeah, and he gets stabbed by a group up, of men. Huh? Or these people like just made up a profile to... Because I've yeah. heard about that in the United States too where people like go on a Tinder date and they show up and they get mugged. It seems like a lot to go through to get like 50 bucks off a person, yeah. you know? Or those videos where like a woman will knock on someone's door and be like, please, I need your help. But then it's like all these videos of women being like... 
there was a hair tie on my car door, that means someone's targeting me for sex trafficking. And it's like, no, not everything. <laughs> Is that true? Yeah, it'll be like, oh, if you find a note on your windshield wiper, do not open the note because someone is trying to distract you. No, I I, I, I never knew the, like, signs of uh, the old sex trafficking. Um, I always, if I was a woman, I would be terrified constantly that someone was going to throw me in a barrel. But also, you know, some of you ladies, you don't need to worry about it. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? And yeah. I don't like when you get upset about it because it's like, let's have some... They're not looking for you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. In this case, though, he had planned to meet with this mystery woman on December 10th, but then was attacked and kidnapped by a group of men at around and seven. And he's dead? And he's dead. He's been straight up. Oh, oh, murder. And around 7 p.m. local time, the comedian had called a friend in Columbia saying the men demanded $2,000. That doesn't seem like a lot. Well, for a comedian. In cash for his release. Yeah, all for a comedian and activist, evidently. That's what they put in the headline. He told his friend who filed the police report that he was being held at gunpoint. Hours earlier, police were... I wonder if that... if. By the way, as a comedian, if I were held at gunpoint for $2,000 and I, like, called my mom, I wonder if she'd be like, I don't, you know, 2000 It's quite... Now, when will I see that back? She's asking me on the phone, like, <laughs> yeah. when do you think you'll have that back to me? You know? Yeah. I don't know that anybody would give $2,000 for my mm. for me not to get shot. My family, I'm saying. I'd have to call. I'll call you, Allie. Okay. I'll give you money. Thank you. Hours earlier, police were at the apartment where he had been staying because a woman was taking items from the residence and ran off before police could arrest her. His body was found lying in the La Corcovado ravine with over a dozen stab wounds and multiple bruises caused by an apparent fall from over 60 feet. Jeez. Another cliff fall. They, well, I mean, they, they say a fall, but he was obviously just tossed into that ravine. One of the suspected captors had already been apprehended, according to uh, the brother of this man. They found some clothes, blood, you know, on the bag, and they were able to confiscate that and apprehend one of the suspects. Uh, the brother says he hasn't fully grasped the reality of his brother dying. It's kind of funny how I don't even feel like he's really gone yet, right? I feel like at any moment he could be knocking on the door. Uh, this man has ancestry to the Hmong people, an indigenous group from East and Southeast Asia, and was the valedictorian of Humboldt High School. Wow. Evidently, they're just giving a history on this man. He was That's born in so Laos. Look he at how emigrated happy to St. Paul. See, when I saw that picture, I thought. I feel like this guy might have opened for me, but <laughs> I uh, I think that was more like he was probably wearing a costume in that case. He doesn't seem like he dressed. Oh, maybe he did dress like that often. Wow. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, yeah. sir. I, I mean, go check out his uh, videos. Maybe he's got a YouTube special out there you can go check out. I don't know. Maybe some people in the St. Paul so comedy scene can let us know. An Instagram, to Gershong. Yeah, type it in and see how many followers he has there. So this guys, is so recent. If you guys go to Turkey, don't let Yeah, this it just be you. happened. Yeah, I'm well in Turkey. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm scared of the 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 travel. Ooh, I have a good one to wrap up on. I do want to hear about his Instagram numbers, though. I'm not seeing him. It's not popping up. Maybe they already did away with it. Wow. Wow. Or he didn't have a social media presence. He was just getting through. He's got reels. From yeah. that trip. Oh, <laughs> crowd work clips. Yeah, yeah, Someone's yeah. like, I'm going to murder oh, you. Yeah. He's like, oh, come on. <laughs> what do LOL. you do for work? I'm with the I'm mom. an assassin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm in a gang, and we're going to fuck you up later. Oh, you found it? No, I found I found someone writing about him, so I thought maybe they would tag him. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It yeah, yeah. like it. Well, hmm, I'm trying to think of where to go from here. Oh, I know. We'll go with this. This is from a person called, named North, and I don't know if it's a uh -huh. gentleman or a lady. But in this case, a depraved pervert who was caught sneaking into a cow shed and having sex with a calf after a farmer set up surveillance has avoided jail. Oh, my God. I love this. You love it? Oh, I'm so Ugh. glad. I was nervous. I uh, No, this is so exciting. I just can't believe they avoid, like it says it at the, at the top of, in the headline, 
man avoids jail after having sex with cow. I'm more caught up that someone suspected him of <laughs> having sex and they had to set up a camera. Well, you know what Kurt Metzger told me? I'm like, what were me? the signs? Like he had a milk mustache? <laughs> Kurt Metzger told me an interesting thing because there's a rash of cow fuckers all over this country. Really? And there are some places it happens more than others. And what Kurt told me was the way that you get caught if you suspect something, is to check under the buckets, the bottom of the buckets for footprints. Because you'd have to stand on a bucket to fuck a cow. Oh. So that's how farmers, they know, someone's been fucking my cows because they've got footprints on the bottom of their buckets. Wow. wow. So that's that's one telltale sign. That's like, that's like an old school, you know how like farmers go out there and they're like, yep, it's going to rain on Thursday. They like know uh-huh. things like that. That's how they know. They're like, they just go around. They go, my cow's been acting a little funny lately. Sounds like Kurt's fucked a few cows. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's just uh, Is fascinated this the guy? with the depravity. Uh, I think it might be. It makes a little more sense when you say Jesus. That. I don't think he's that bad looking. That's what I'm saying. He doesn't. Uh, lo- it looks like he could fuck a lady if he wants yeah. to or a guy or whatever else, a human being. And he decided to fuck a cow. Farmer Ian Farwell found Liam Brown, who was 25, with his trousers down, hands on either side of the calf, and his hips moving backwards and forwards. I guess that's a telltale sign. Yeah. About, you know, that's more raising an eye. We didn't have to go to detective work when you just see the guy with the trousers down and hands on the side of the calf's hips. Wow, he was really giving it to him. Brown had triggered an alarm in the early hours of the night and ran off from the cattle farm in Burton near uh, Christchurch, Dorset. He, Wait, so he's <laughs> he's fucking the cow. He's not getting fucked exactly, by the cow. Exactly, no, yes. And is cow. he fucking the cow in... Do cows have vaginas or he's doing it in the butt? You know, I don't... I'm pretty sure cows have vaginas, but I think he's fucking its butts. Can you Google where a cow vagina is located on the cow? Is it underneath... Give it away. She's I'm hesitant. Gonna have to go to, incognito for this. She's gonna have to. Yeah, she's hesitant to type it into her this computer. Is, I mean, this is my face for this whole article. It's just this is probably what he looked like when he walked in and saw him. That's the farmer. Captain. Like this is the farmer. Like what the hell? It's all British farming too. This man is out of his mind. That's crazy. Uh, he was caught crying on the ground by Mr. Farwell, whose family have owned the farm for 144 years. Brown's father had previously worked there as a tractor driver for 17 years. So this guy is like growing up. He's like, I got to get back to my dad's old job and fuck that cow. I remember. <laughs> Do you think it's like he really loves this particular cow or he likes just fucking cows in general or it's just he likes doing something that's wrong i don't just, know like, feels so good it also says calf so he's fucking a oh, baby cow baby. which means he's a oh he's a predator well that he's, he's a, a pedo he's an animal pedophile a bestiality wow. pedophile yeah the the calf probably is not is the regular cow is probably like, too tall you know what i mean oh. your like eyes cows are, are so stinky it's gross I mean, and it, stinky too, it is funny though there's that just flies all over him while he's <laughs> yeah, yeah. boning the it's cow. It's chewing cud. Yeah. Uh, I uh, I thought it was interesting that you asked if he was fucking the cow versus the cow fucking him because <laughs> the people that get fucked by the animals, they it's like usually a horse. Normally, yeah, right? it's yeah. usually a horse. Something with a large yeah. uh, penis, whereas a cow does not have that at all. I think that's a great way to Cows are girls, case, though. right? Uh, Steers are boys. Mm. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. I should, know. I should know. Yeah, you're from, from Iowa. Iowa. I know. I should know, but about? I'll tell you what. Let's see if it gets any in any of the psyche here about this man, because you asked so many wonderful questions. I love the questions you asked, and I hope <laughs> there's some insight into it. Uh, Matthew Mortimer, prosecuting, told the court the family devised a plan as to what to do if someone was caught in the act. They would assemble surrounding the gates and ensure that they could not escape, then flick on the light. They believed they may only get one shot, because apparently this has been happening. There's been uh, distinctive distress sounds on the, on the uh, closed caption television. So the the cows do not sound like they enjoy this sex or maybe they that's the sounds of pleasure well i don't yeah i don't know if you've heard cats having sex but it's very that's true terrible sounding when a cow is distressed it makes quite a distinctive noise this uh, report says at 11:45 p.m on june 12th ralph awoke hearing the calf making that distinctive noise he went to get uh, reception on his phone viewed the cctv and saw a figure chasing a calf with what looked like a belt in his hand he called his dad and told him he was there 
Emily and Ian Farwell moved to the cover of the entrance of the parlor. Emily saw the defendant with both arms around the animal and his trousers slightly lowered, and she turned on the lights. They saw the male figure's hips moving back and forward, clearly having sex with the animal. So it's not like a Jerry Sandusky thing. It wasn't just like, I heard sexual slapping sounds. This is like they saw him thrusting in and out. They saw the male figure hips moving backward and forward. Like I said, he put his erect penis back in his jeans and attempted to escape. At least he put his penis back in his jeans Yeah. before running out the door. Do you also think he's like talking to them? Like he's like, hey. To hey, the cows. Cow. <laughs> oh, you're such a naughty little cow. <laughs> or is he just like doing it because he feels like he has to? Like I'm very, like is there a romance between him and the cows? He's like, I brought you some fresh hay. I don't think that he's worried about romancing the cow. I think this man just wants a, a wet hole, mm. a wet warm hole to put his uh, penis inside of. I don't think Crazy. he has any sort of... And he's uh, after they caught him, he was found crying on the floor, and he said, "Sorry, I fucked up." They asked if he had left the calf tied up, and he said, "No, he had finished and untied the calf." Yuck! He finished. <laughs> he suffered an ankle injury in the trampling and was taken away by police. <laughs> Which part are we? I don't know. He suffered an ankle, an injury. ankle injury after finishing. Calves were becoming poorly and dying for no apparent reason. We had well-trusted supplier, but made demands to make them uh, check. But it's due to the unthinkable actions of this defendant. The animals are really important to me. Seeing them this distressed was soul-destroying. So they're blaming the deaths of these animals on his uh, sex. Like, it was too much for them to live with. Yeah. The post-traumatic stress. <laughs> well... It put a real strain on the family. We all blamed each other, but the truth was something we could not comprehend. So they were all like, you got to be nicer to the cows. Why aren't you being nice to the cows? Turns out there's a guy being way too nice to the cows. Imagine being this person's family member. That's so rough. It's like, oh, yeah, my brother's in jail. What for? <laughs> well, he fucked some cows. <laughs> you know what's more rough is it says that this was going on for seven years. Oh, my off. God. That's why I'm like, is he talking to the cow? Like, he loved this cow. I mean, I don't know if he loved them because it also said that, that during that time they thought that the cows had pneumonia and they were trying to treat him for that. But mm. it's because he was, he was just strangling them with the belt the whole time. Uh, why was he? It's like he was getting I a erotic mean, asphyxiation. Why, why or is he, that just to keep let's them? Let's just ask why is he fucking the cow and then into there? Because why is he fucking the cow? Well, yeah, that, it all <laughs> comes back to that question. But it is it's like was the belt to like keep them from running away was it like erotic asphyxiation? He's like, the, no, the cows are into a little belt around the neck action, you know? Yeah. Little, ch They like being choked. It's the best. I can't choke them like normal girls. I They're too far away. I got to get the belt out. So maybe he was trying to give them pleasure. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, He's like, the. listen, the cows come more when they get choked. So I have to get the belt out. Maybe that was like his version of giving them like a little necklace. Like this look great on you, my little sweetie. I think it's my little sweetie. Oh, no. <laughs> I think it's just oh. wild that the family was like blaming each other for everything. You know, they're like, the cows are fucked up and it's your fault. And it's really because this guy was just for several years. Wow. He looks like a fit gentleman, too. Yeah. He could have got a lady guy. Maybe he didn't want it. Maybe it is like a pedophile or something where there's like. I think he just liked the cows. He just likes cows. Because there's got to be other animals nearby. Sheep and whatnot. Yeah, he could have just eaten the cow like a normal person. Yeah, but he wanted to have sex with it instead. I mean, yeah. that's a different. Maybe it would be funny if he's a vegetarian. He wants to ground his beef in a different way. <laughs> oh boy! I mean, I think for seven years they should let a cow fuck him. Yeah, a I would steer. Enjoy, I'd watch, to be, I would enjoy a headline like that. It'd have to be a steer, though. Not a. Would you watch that? Whatever. Would you um, watch? That? I wouldn't watch that, but I would support it. Yeah, yeah, I would. As a punishment. Uh, yeah, if he liked it, then yeah, that's the thing. What if he's like, "Hey, yeah, sounds good true. to me." Always wanted them. Years. Always wanted to be on the receiving end of this Double whole exchange. It. Yikes! Oh boy, Allie, please plug all your things. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh lord! You can go to allymcoffsky.com/slash/shows. You can find me online at not Allie Mac. Okay, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I'm still reeling from the 
previous story. I have so many questions Ali raised, and they were all wonderful, and now I want to know the answers to all of them, frankly. Uh, but in the meantime, I'm going to be in Salt Lake City coming up uh, this very weekend, the 12th and 13th, and it's going to be my birthday celebration. So please come celebrate my birthday with me on the 13th is my birthday. Buy all the tickets. That'd be your present to me, frankly. Uh, you can get them in the description of this episode, or you can go over to my Instagram at Josh underscore Potter. Twitter's at J underscore Potter. Those link in the bio situation. Go buy the tickets there. Other than that, keep subscribing. Tell your friends about the show. Make them subscribe, rate, review, comment, hit the like button, all that and more. I love you very much, and thank you for joining us once again on The Josh Potter Show.